Hi everybody, Dr. Amy Spolstra here. You know, in this climate of changing scenarios, potentially educating and working with our kids at home or in different environments, or just in a typical setting of having a child in school in a classroom, it's really important to be able to hone your skills to watch and wonder and understand what specific behaviors or what we call them in focus deflections tell us about what primary tools a child is using to process their world, and this goes for adults too, and what their behaviors or deflections tell us about how we can better engage with them, educate them, help them fill gaps in development, and just really change the uh, trajectory of their life to help them more efficiently engage and learn from their environment and, for, and, and connect with others. And so... We always talk about this concept about watching and wondering. I want to give you a specific example. So if you have a child who, let's say, is not there yet in whole brain development, and we introduce a demand, let's say we have a six-year-old or a seven-year-old who is sitting in a classroom, and let's say the six or seven-year-old's primary tool is to move their body in a movement, touch, tactile kind of way. Now, it doesn't mean they aren't bringing in and processing visual stimulus or auditory stimulus or other stimulus. Of course we are. All of that. We have we have this multi-sensory system of processing our world. It's just we might not be super efficient at using it all together yet um, or maybe ever in some individuals. Um, that doesn't mean they can't get there. It just means that's not where they are now, currently. Um, and let's say that we have a child whose most sophisticated tool, most developed primary tool in their tool bag to process their world is movement, touch, touching things, moving their body. They're not super sophisticated yet at processing auditory input in the form of language, you know, receptive language. It's not that they don't engage in receptive language, and some, some people do not um, or aren't there yet. Uh, or that they don't engage in expressive language, but maybe that's just not their primary tool. They're just not quite there yet in their sophistication because of where they are in their trajectory of development, and it may have been a little delayed, hindered, or deflected because of a lot of the things that we talk about in focus that may be impacting that. So let's just say we have this child who's not quite there yet in visual cognitive processing, um, auditory processing, auditory verbal, and their primary tool is, again, moving their body and touching things. And so we sit them in a classroom, and we bring in this massive visual cognitive demand, an auditory demand, and in the form of, let's sit, stop moving your body, stop touching, stop wiggling, stop doing this stuff that's your primary tool to process your world, and now I want you to really engage in this auditory system in, in the form of receptive language, which is really complex, that's not even where we start, that's like in the higher um, part of developing auditory processing. And then, you know, even more than that, let's go into the visual cognitive skills of like looking at symbols and, uh, you know, first of all, tracking with our eyes and the fine motor and looking at symbols and turning them into pictures in your head. And then even more so creating your own symbols in the form of writing. So we're talking about reading, writing, all this input in. Now, let's say the demand is here. We've already discussed the kid's processing ability is here and he starts to avoid We've talked about avoidance before. Of course we're going to avoid. I don't have the tools to meet this demand, so I'm going to avoid that. The way in which this child avoids 
is the ticket. That's what gives us the watch and wonder gold. The way he avoids is what helps us understand where he is. It's one of those amazing clinical um, clues for us as to how he is processing, processing his world. What are his primary tools? What has, where is he in that architecture of the developing brain? So what is he doing? He's avoiding. Is he moving his body? wiggling, touching? Is he doing this? That tells us that some of his primary tools right now are movement touch based. That tells us a lot about what tools he's using and where he is and why he's having the behavior he's having. It would make perfect sense and be perfectly appropriate for this child to be moving and hyperactive and constantly needing to feed his tactile movement systems because that's his primary way of processing his world. It's actually inappropriate for us to think that he wouldn't need to do that. So you see the behavior, deflected behavior, tells us a lot about where this child is in the developing brain. Now, here's the key for us clinicians. We, want, we need to then be able to say, hey, that tells us that we're not quite there in these other skills. How do we do an appropriate exam? How do we take an appropriate case history? How do we explain this to the parents to put the pieces together? How do we understand where subluxation fits into this? because subluxation is, of course, feeding that trajectory of the developing brain, and put it all together to make the case, and then to be able to monitor to see as we move. So we're not treating the hyperactivity. We're instead understanding the hyperactive behavior as a window into the brain, as a very appropriate response to the environment and the demand that the environment is putting on this kid. This is not a bad kid. This is a kid who's doing exactly what he should be doing in the most efficient way that he can. It's our job, educator's job, parent's job, and our job to work with them and explain this and co-manage with them to understand what's happening there and what we need to do to get him more efficient at processing his world to meet the demands to decrease those deflective behaviors. This is what we do. This is our gift as focused doctors. We can start to put these pieces together, not to treat, these symptoms to understand them, to monitor them, and to know how to do what tools to use to get this, this kid there.